0: Hollywood swinging, baby. You heard me. So, what's happening?
2: Nope. Okay. There we go. There right. she is. Hello.
0: You, can you handle this or not? <laughs> I cannot know. It's,
2: it's Tuesday. Why not? <laughs> I, I just can't.
0: Your mom is whitening her teeth or something. I, don't know. I never know what? what the hell she's doing. <laughs> not I, really? you, what do I. I don't know.
2: That lines up.
0: New Year to yeah, you. it's really great. It's a really a wonderful thing. Kristen Burt joins us. How are you doing, Kristen?
3: I'm great. Happy
0: New Year. Happy New Year to you. Uh, boy, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, getting back. You know, I do. Since, since this would be the Kristen Burt Hollywood swing and report, I have to ask you a question. I talked about it a bit on the morning show. There's this movie called Jexy. Did you ever see Jexy?
3: I have not.
0: It's Adam Devine. By the way, is that story true about Adam Devine, that he was hit by a cement truck and had to have 26 surgeries to live? What?
3: (laughs) I've never heard that before.
0: I haven't either. I wonder if it's true that Adam Devine, when he was a little boy, apparently they say he was hit by a cement truck and he had to have 26 surgeries to to get back to being able to walk. And then he started doing stand-up comedy at 14 and started acting. Do you think that's true? We can
3: look it up.
0: Yeah, it looks well, like he it. got an interview,
4: right? He oh, went so, under so, the, fir- yeah.
5: the t- front wheels of a cement truck. He
0: did? When yeah. he was 11. Wow. And he did have 26 surgeries, Andy. Yes. <clears throat> oh my God. What a story that is. See, now that's a great American story right there because any dump truck in some other crap whole country, you'd have been dead. You know yeah, <laughs> he
1: said he was uh, on his way to the store to get some candy and rip pages out of Penthouse.
0: Well, no, I knew it.
6: Ripped pages out it. of
1: yeah, like go to the grocery store or whatever gas station, <clears throat> like because you can't buy the Penthouse magazine
6: a bag though. No, I have no
1: those...
0: idea. Maybe not back then, I guess.
6: Oh, I suppose. I don't know.
0: I got no idea what's happening. no <laughs> doubt about it. But in any case, uh, this movie, Andy Devine stars in it, and it's called Jexy. It's basically Alexa, only yet yeah, I can't use the name Alexa, obviously. Oh. But Jexy is the, the voice uh, of his telephone, right? And she becomes humanized, and I would not watch it with little kids because it's got some of the most vile language I've ever heard because Jexy goes off the deep end every time he does something wrong. Uh, like at points he, he walks into this coffee shop and he's talking to this woman and he's really you know ham handed about it, he doesn't do a very good he's not very charming because he's so nervous talking to this woman and as they're leaving Jexy goes you are an effing douche <laughs> <laughs> and she, she starts talking to him she says, and it, as it turns out Jexy falls in love with Adam Devine's character and I, I don't know. It's not a great movie, but it was quite enjoyable. But I'd never even heard of it. It Where came out in November.
3: I've never heard of it.
0: It was on uh, Vudu, I think. I think it's oh. on Vudu. Is it I'm on Roku? i the Oscar season, so
3: I'm watching screener after screener. I was yeah. like, I haven't even heard of this in the theaters. So it must have kind
7: of come and gone.
5: Let's see. That's well, too bad because it's see. pretty enjoyable. I'm wondering if it was like straight to video or today's Could've equivalent been. of that.
0: J-E-X-I. Um, A J E X I is how you spell it.
5: Release. um,
0: November. October or November last year? It says
5: it was theatrically released October 11th, but I wonder if it uh. went into four theaters or something like that.
0: Yeah, it made $7.7 million in its theatrical run, so I don't know what that's all about. No, probably not great, but it's not a great movie. says
5: 2,300 theaters, so I don't know.
3: Oof. Really?
0: That's bad. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Um, why do you think it is that people will just give the stiff arm? Because the movie's pretty funny. It's not great, but it's really mm-hmm. funny. Uh, why do you think people stiff-armed it? Because Adam Devine's a pretty big name, isn't he? Um, You know, he, with
3: the team set, you know, because he did a lot of the, um, what were
7: those movies? Um,
0: Wasn't he in Workaholics? One.
3: I can't think
0: of it. Yeah. He was in Workaholics too. You're right. Uh, he was in Workaholics. He was, I believe, he's in Modern Family for a while, wasn't he? He's was in one of those shows for a while. I know that. But uh, yeah, you know, look, it's 85 minutes long. You got nothing better to do. It's only 85 minutes long. You will laugh, but don't watch it around little kids because she calls people "yesers" and all kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> she goes off the it's deep perfect. end. It's
3: perfect. It's perfect. Was a movie I was thinking of. He's been in those films. Um, but I just think he has a younger audience, and if it's not, you know, if they don't really care about that, I mean, if he doesn't, you know, if people aren't understanding what Jexy is, had it been named, like, Siri or Alexa, people would have understood. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Jexy's but I don't a really think weird Alexa name. was going to It could have been
3: him. marketing, too. Well,
0: the problem they have is they can't use Alexa because Amazon had never let them do that.
3: Of course. Uh, but I do not would to calling people out because see- if you say Jexy, yeah. I'm not going to even look at the description.
5: Yeah, I didn't even know what you were talking about until you started describing it.
0: I just stumbled across it too. That's the amazing thing is I didn't, I never even heard of it. But I have always liked Adam Devine, so I figured, well, I'll give it a whirl. And Catherine laughed. has good. I mean, the an example. This is like a one of the calmer things that she says to him. Uh, so he's standing in line at a coffee shop, and he sees this really pretty woman, and he again is really uncomfortable with that whole thing. And like the Jexy comes on full voice in the middle of the coffee shop and goes, "You need to stop ejaculating into your socks at home." <laughs> I was yeah. like, God, mm. that's real funny. Oh, well, nice.
3: you know what? It's also because that type of humor is not very in style right now either.
0: Oh, it's not. You know
3: that like what something about Mary that we had for like and then comedy did it for ten years. It's kind of cycled yeah, out sure. of that.
0: Yeah I, yeah, I suppose that's, so. You think that's what it is? Yeah.
8: Am I on? You I on? are. Hi. Happy New Year, Kristen. Happy New Year.
0: We're just talking about Jexy.
8: Jexy, oh my gosh, it's one of those uh, bridesmaid kind of movies. Oh. Yeah,
5: you know, Yeah,
3: the like soft kind of, st- yeah, kind of st- sophomore humor. Yep. Yeah, yeah but was it's actually kind of funny.
5: Like <laughs> ten years ago.
8: Um, Hangover, what else did that guy write? There was, he wrote
0: yeah, Hangover and another
8: one just like what it. We're we Christian about?
0: pointed out the movie, uh, uh, something about Mary. That'd be a pretty good comparison with this movie. I
8: yeah, think. that's a good comparison,
7: yes. It
0: is. You know, when she used the uh, <clears throat> spuzz to do her hair. That's real nice. That was a nice touch. Yeah. Didn't you think?
3: Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> no- totally I'm talking about not something like about that kind of movie.
0: No, 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 no. That was from Something About Mary. Remember, she did that in, yes, in Something About Mary. I know. Yeah, yeah, that like was, but that. now I watch
3: yeah. it. Like, it was funny at the time, but now I watch it. and I'm always like, oh, You know
0: what I mean? Yeah, I, I understand yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, this yeah. one,
3: I, they did a dick pic part
8: piece. And it was, they didn't need to do that. That went, yeah. and they and they really showed the picture. Um, I don't know. I just think that was, it wasn't the best.
5: Unnecessary.
8: Yeah, it would have it would have taken a movie that was actually pretty funny and it knocked it down a couple of a couple of good stars for me just because it's just not necessary. That whole dick pic thing's getting old. Yeah,
0: yeah, it, is. <laughs> yeah. it kind of is, isn't it? No, I could see that. That's probably true. I, I don't know. Yeah, it, but I, like I said, for a movie I'd never heard of, eighty-five minutes long. I, I you know, if you're just looking to have some laughs over some really yeah. stupid humor, it
8: was it was silly. I mean, yeah, silly, there were parts yeah. where you laughed out loud. It was good.
0: It is in true. Way. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's... A, now, this just popped up on my screen. The New Yorker is out with a profile of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez after her first year in office, and the progressive does not sound thrilled about being in the same party as moderates, such as, say, Joe Biden. <laughs> Reporter David Friedlander... I thought his name was Friedlander. It's Freelander. Oh, well. Uh, asked about her hypothetical role in Congress, if Biden were president, and this is the response. Oh, God, she said with a groan, in any other country, Joe Biden and I would not be in the same party, but in America, we are. Her point is that the progressive wing of the party is miles apart from moderates and even further from its conservative fringe, which she likens to a Tea Party of the left. She Could she be a bigger asshole, do you think?
3: Well, I, you know what? I, I I don't think she's oh. wrong. Maybe the delivery stinks, but I don't think she's wrong.
0: She's wrong about what? Oh, that she wouldn't. I don't do the think same she's party. wrong
3: about the classification in that uh, the progressive left and say the moderate left are really two different parties. Um yeah. As would be the far right and a moderate um, Republican would yeah. be two different parties. I do agree with like <laughs> the scope of the idea. I don't agree with the delivery because I'm like. It's, yeah. you know, Biden is going to be your party's candidate. You should be throwing your support behind him or whomever it is Right. Uh, again, right. if you don't want to deal with Donald Trump again. Do
0: you see that yeah. Julian Castro's is tr- working really hard to be Elizabeth Warren's vice presidential pick?
3: Yeah, well, it pretty much seems like Biden's going to pick uh, Kamala Harris and that Warren would probably pick Castro. And it, to them, it's about checking off boxes. Because we've we've gone to a place where it's like you need a female on the ticket, um, you need some type of diversity on the ticket. So if you have Elizabeth Warren, who's white, you got Julian Castro, who um, brings in the Latino vote, Kamala Harris, um, a woman of color. She also checks off the California box. She's a female, and then you got Biden. You know, and that's the way that's the way everyone is looking at it.
0: It's a puzzle. Don't piece. you think that that's a, that's a huge mistake? Because basically, if we're trying to get to a place where everybody gets treated the same, to just appoint someone because of their skin color is what white people used to do. So why are we still doing that?
8: I don't know if that's true anymore. I don't know if everybody wants to be treated the same.
0: No, they don't. Well, that's unfortunate. No, everybody
8: wants to have their own little. Yeah,
0: you should. Everyone wants to be special. Yep. I suppose I don't know, but I find that to be odd that all of a sudden. Uh, Doing exactly what the people you dislike did, only with a different skin color, makes no sense to me. If you didn't like the idea, why are you repeating it?
8: Where did we ever... in the last fifty years, have any common sense left in America? Well,
0: that's true. No, so that's <laughs> the whole argument. There isn't any. There's no common it's sense. It's like left.
8: AOC right. yelling about people accepting money from billionaires when she didn't even remember that she, she accepted money from billionaires. It's like you I gotta know. know what you're talking about once in a while. But they don't. Right. They don't, and nobody cares.
0: Well, I, I just didn't understand what she meant by that whole thing. But what is I suppose beeping? I don't know. Something is beeping it's really the loud. Call waiting. There it is. Oh, it's call waiting. Oh, that's what that is. Call waiting. Uh, yeah. And I can't turn that off, I don't think. That's fine. As long as I know what it is, I don't care. It's only a a real quick beep. As long as I know what it is, it's not going to bother me. Um, So, yeah, I just saw the AOC thing, and I didn't really understand any other country. I wouldn't be in Biden's party. But, look, this is not Italy. What do they have in Italy, like 22 parties?
8: I think there's (laughs) 11 11 that are taken seriously, and I think there's 17 total.
0: 17 total? There might be more. I don't know. Uh, There might be a few parties. Well, good for those kids, you know, get everybody uh, taken care of and everybody gets a a time at the plate, don't you think? Right?
3: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think we could, I think we would be better off with more than two parties um, that really dominated, but I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon.
0: Well, that's unfortunate because I think you're right. It'd be better if we had like four or five different parties. If we had the far left, the Democrats, the center, the Republicans, and the far right. We should have five yep. parties, you're right. We should. Yeah. Because Maybe i feel represented, finally. You know, when you're
3: yeah. in the middle, <laughs> well, you're just kind of like, I don't know what's going on.
0: I mean, one of the problems I do have, Kristen, is my mother was an, uh, a big-time Democrat. She loved the Democratic Party. You know, she's Roman Catholic, so she loved the Kennedys. You know, she, just, she loved being a Democrat. But this party doesn't re- resemble my mother's Democratic Party at all. What she would consider the conservative left uh, is what the Democratic Party used to be, right? Mm
7: -hmm.
0: So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we should. We should talk about having five parties and then no one would ever win. So we could rule by committee. We could elect all five people and then you can argue amongst yourselves like you do on CNN and Fox right now. That'd be good.
3: Everyone would be a pundit.
0: Yeah, everyone's a pundit. I don't know. I, I, I. We get a lot of response on the morning show from people just talking about the fact that it's like, hey, look, you let them say whatever they want, let them do whatever they want, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just, the whole thing is ridiculous. What I really like, though, and I'll move on from here, I love it when somebody says, that's the worst idea I've ever heard in my life, and this is going to hurt America. This is bad for America. And then they play audio of you 24 months ago saying the same exact (laughs) thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love that. Well, you said it 24 months ago. No, I didn't. Well, I've got video of you doing it. I love we that. We've got the
7: receipt.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, it's a terrible idea that apparently I had 24 months ago. But in any case, we'll keep an eye on that whole thing. I, I just, I'm just i fascinated by that whole deal. What is O-I-T-N-B? What is that? Does anybody know Orange what that is?
3: Orange
0: is the New Black. Oh, oh Orange is the New or- Black. You're <laughs> absolutely right. Apparently. Apparently, one of, uh, one of the actresses on uh, Orange is the New Black is, is going to leave America because this is war. Mm. Yale Stone. Do you know who Yale Stone is?
3: Yeah.
0: Okay, There's a she tiny she'll little stand... one on the show. Oh, is she really?
3: Yeah, she's will she tiny. She'll her... like the little itty-bitty one. Um, oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she just said she's going to go back to Australia and stay there. She doesn't want to live in America anymore.
3: Okay. <laughs> See ya. Now, I mean, has she seen Australia? Yeah. Australia's <laughs> right. on fire right now. So yeah, Australia's yeah. on fire.
0: It's <laughs> a good point. It's a good point that Australia's on fire right now. But you know, whatever works. Andy, what's your what's your minute count? Because I forgot to set my clock. I forgot to do that. What about a minute over. Oh, we are already. Yep. All right, we'll take a break and be right back in a couple minutes more with Kristen Burton. We want to get to the all important. Kristen Burt take on Ricky Gervais, and I can't Mm. wait to hear it. This would be terrific. We'll be right back with the family. Tom Bernard here, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website about a customer near where I grew up, North Minneapolis.
4: They were specifically looking for a community bank. That's right, Tommy, Prestige Products. They had been with another community bank, but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank, The owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long-term plans. So he met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner, they hit it off, and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals Makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business.
0: Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me. And it's not just me. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855 554 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK.
5: Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes
0: only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. A land down under?
6: Yep.
0: For Is that for... O I T N B or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> yeah.
6: Uh, yeah, I feel bad for Australia. <laughs> no. oh.
0: Yeah. Well, exactly. It
6: did rain there. It's raining there. Yeah. So. I'm
1: trying to save the koala bears.
6: Yeah.
7: That would raining. be good.
0: <laughs> that would be good. All right, Kristen. I ever since I saw this, he's, I've always loved Ricky Gervais. Anything. I think he's one of the most. He's one of the funniest human beings alive. I love his take. He is very bold. He will not back down from any topic. I've always loved his TV shows, no matter what they are. Please tell me you were at the Golden Globes.
9: I was
3: not at the Golden Globes. I was on my last day of vacation. Um, But I did watch it, and I thought it was funny. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Vacation from what?
3: (laughs) Christmas vacation
0: vacation from what though <laughs> don't you have to have a real job to go on vacation
3: <laughs> I hope I have a real job
0: <laughs> she just starts laughing ha <laughs> um in any case you did see did you watch it on television I, yeah I
3: did watch it that night
0: I think he is he's at the top of his game right now because he went after everybody uh, I I came in a limo tonight, and the license plate was made by Felicity Huffman. That is a very
3: funny <laughs> that <was joke>. hilarious.
0: <laughs> That's a very That's funny a good joke. one. I, I don't know where to start because so many of his lines were just <laughs> wonderful. Did, what, did you have any favorites? Anybody uh, in Studio A, did you, did you have any favorites that he said? I just thought it was wonderful. Anyone?
1: No, nothing. I don't, like no. saw like the highlights of it. I thought overall, yeah, it was very funny and very well put together. And I'd like more his reaction afterwards, like explaining what all the bleeps were and and things like that.
0: I love this line right here. Uh, Many talented people of color were snubbed in major categories, Gervais said. Unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. And he also said something about, I can't remember what the hell it was, but it was not about people. It was about something else. But he goes, I'm not uh, I'm not reading this. Uh, there's not enough diversity in it for me to read this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was perfect, Everything though. He hit all good. the right notes of sort of what Hollywood is going through. And, you know, Hollywood yes. does have to make some sort of, you know, they do have to balance some films that do represent the rest of the United States just besides white people. Um, But, you know, sometimes Hollywood and any sort of industry overcorrect. So making fun of it, I think, is hilarious in many ways. Because if you can't make fun of what you're going through, there's no point. Especially in the industry. Because everyone's in $10,000 gowns. And across the globe, (laughs) Australia's burning. So you have to make fun of yourself. You can't take it too seriously. When there's a lot more, um, there's a lot of crises going on in the world right now.
0: There's no question about that. Uh, The independent reports that there were gasps after Gervais said, "Our next presenter starred in Netflix's Bird Box, a movie where people survive by acting like they don't see a thing, sort of like working for Harvey Weinstein."
7: (laughs) (laughs) He's on
8: fire. That's interesting, because like, I stopped liking him a while ago. Cause, yeah, he like, got very yeah, annoying he, Childish.
7: Oh,
5: he,
0: he did got for a while. So yeah. He so
8: annoying and so self-important. So this sounds like he's back to what he used to do.
0: I just I love the fact that he's back. If he's back, I love the fact that he's back. Sort of like working for Harvey Weinstein after the audience (laughs) reaction, he added, and I quote, "You did it. I didn't. You did it." (laughs) (laughs) There are so many here, Kristen. I don't know, I don't know where to start. Stop reading because all of it and every line he delivered was hilarious. I I just is it's amazing. Right? Well, it, it
3: was really sharp and it was really well done. And you have to remember, he's taken a couple of years off. I don't always think coming yeah. back year after year is the greatest idea, even though, I right? Think, you know, old school America is like. But Bob Hope did the Oscars for you know years and years and years. I don't think we're there anymore. I always think like giving a comedian a rest and then bringing them back um, oftentimes makes it just so much more fresh. Um, and we could handle it, and we needed a laugh just because I think that the last couple of days were tense with. You know, everything that has been happening with, you know, Iraq and Australia. It just was a very tense sort of start to the year. So I thought this was a great way to sort of just take some of the edge off.
0: I couldn't agree more. And, and there were some people, they showed some people in the audience. This particularly old, he looked like he was about 90 years old. He was kind of a white haired but a bald guy with glasses. He was not laughing at all. He was very pissed off about the whole thing. And I thought, you're the kind of guy who ruined Hollywood. You're that guy, you know?
3: He's <laughs> like, I'm just not going to sit here and laugh at any joke. It's not funny. Where's Bob Hope? <laughs> no, I am.
0: I'm very, very important, and he's making fun of me. Uh, about Jeffrey Epstein, he said, okay, spoiler alert, season two was on the way of Afterlife. So in the end, obviously, he didn't kill himself, just like Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) People people started groaning, and then he said, shut up. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. You had to make your own way here on your own airplane, now didn't you? (laughs) I... Okay, Okay. I'll get off it, but I'm telling you, if you get a chance, read the whole thing because it is phenomenally funny. It's right on the money. He he was saying basically what everybody else in the world is thinking. It's like, you pretentious pains in the ass, shut up and do your jobs, right?
1: Right, and don't cringe in the audience. Like, there's a comedian on stage. These are jokes, people. You knew what You signed up for when he gets on stage.
6: Tom Hanks' face was the best. Make a funny
3: face. Even if you don't think it's funny, make a funny face. (laughs) Because it'll become a meme anyway and you'll go viral. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Exactly. All right. Speaking of Hollywood, you're going to have to pay for this one, Kristen, because it's your buddy.
9: Oh, good.
0: What the hell is wrong with Gwyneth Paltrow?
2: Oh, no. I know. what you do now?
0: What is wrong with her?
8: What you do now? Are you ready? Yep. <coughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, here we go. Gwyneth Paltrow is conceded making such grave mistakes with her goop luxury lifestyle brand, CNBC has reported. After watching the trailer of Goop's upcoming Netflix series, The Goop Lab, some people see more ahead. The one-minute trailer for the six-part wellness series promises. Uh, uh, uh exorcisms, psychedelics, psychic mediums, and energy healing. Oy. What is wrong with the attention.
2: Well, you know why what it is? Yeah. Why exorcisms? What I mean, I get energy healing. Right. Like exorcisms, that seems...
3: I actually am glad this is coming out and I'll, I'll tell you why. Because the next big scam, because there's, there's sectors of the wellness industry that are legit and very helpful and then there's sectors that are snake oil. And what Gwyneth Paltrow is selling is snake oil. And that has been proven over and over again by medical experts. And maybe this will expose it for what it is. So let this come out and let all these rich people realize they have been sold a bridge that doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, it, it's an amazing, amazing story. What the, you know, you look at her mother, who's one of the most talented actresses ever born. I love Blythe Danner. Yeah,
8: she's good.
0: She's so good. And Gwyneth had a very promising career, and then all of a sudden she gave birth to an apple, another fruit, I'm sure, at some point. But isn't her kid's name Apple?
9: Apple and Moses.
0: Jeez. Mm. Yeah, thanks, Mom. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks (laughs) a lot for that, Mom. My name is Apple. I don't get it. I don't really understand it at all. Uh, The most horrifying thing about this uh, is the word lab, which implies some sort of science, which goop has nothing to do with. (laughs) Well, there is that. Yeah, she's just—I don't know. She's she's an she's an odd duck, don't Didn't you? Didn't she think? just show up
8: in a see-through gown somewhere too?
0: Oh, is that Gwyneth? I, I
7: think.
3: Well, we were it? watching it. I said, "Oh my God, that is like poop color. It's like a brown, like baby diarrhea color." And then it was like uh, uh, oh. all like that naked dress.
0: Ah. Uh, Okay, there are four women on the show, and there are only three men on the show, so gird your loins, women, because this is one of the quotes <laughs> The women
8: I... have loins? I
0: guess we <laughs> do. Women have a loin, absolutely. <laughs> the
8: fruit of my
7: loins? <laughs> <That's like> a... <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, you ready for this next line? This is the last one I'm reading because I can't read any more of this. You ready? Yep. Gwyneth Paltrow said, and I quote... Oh, wait a minute. Uh, this is from a tweet... To Gwyneth Paltrow, mm. every episode goes into a different vagina to leave jade eggs, crystals, and healing energies.
2: What? Mm-hmm. What? Every what?
0: The hell does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Does anyone know what that means?
8: No. Say it again. Maybe she's mm, on I'm, psychedelics. I think she's
0: trying to
1: line her well, chakras. Yeah, <laughs> she sure is. She, yes,
0: yeah, she's lining her chakras.
1: I don't know if there's chakras what? up there. She, she said.
2: I am, like, all about energy healing and, like, chakras, and I am, like, super into all that stuff. But she takes it to a point where it's like, okay. Uh-huh. She
8: can't, yeah, she makes a
2: parody of it. Yeah. Well, that's she what makes I say about yeah. you. I, I know you do. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure most people think I'm but ridiculous, but whatever.
0: Okay, here's the line again. Every episode goes into a different vagina to leave jade eggs, crystals, and healing energies. So, do they in actually the put
1: a... What? Like, yeah. is
0: it, like, is it getting left
1: in there? I'm very confused. That's yeah, what, what it yeah. Leaving them
7: <laughs> in right. Well, a jade egg would work. Metaphorical <laughs> feminism What else thing? are you sticking
2: up there? Crystals. 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 Oh, that- but I, I know it. that there are crystal dildos. That's like a thing. Of yeah,
0: there is. What? Yeah.
7: what? Yes, it's, yeah. it's
0: weird. Hey, it's Alex, a thing. Alex, what? Alex, do this is not use the show. word dildo in front of Tevin. <laughs> <laughs> well, very you're talking
2: about putting crystals on vaginas.
0: That's I'm what triggered.
6: that is. Well,
2: I heard about the egg part. <laughs> I don't know what
6: that is. <laughs> they, people use it for Kegel exercises. They would put it up there, oh, and yeah, hold it up
1: yeah. there, and
6: sure. then push it out. <laughs> I miss
1: the good old days.
8: It's amazing what we can do. Why? I miss the good old days. Well, you know they're going to be putting it up their other hole soon. so
7: oh, <laughs> Just a matter of time.
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's going <laughs> to happen. Uh, well, there, I see the Anything people can do.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, I'm gonna gonna do it. I think you've, you're into a business idea. You can get ahead of the market. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
8: You mean you haven't put this up your ass yet? (laughs) What?
0: What's wrong wrong with you? It's all
8: over Instagram.
7: Call me (laughs) (laughs)
0: old-fashioned. That's a good point. Just call me old-fashioned and everything else. All right, we have to continue on in Hollywood, Kristen. I'm sorry, but... uh, Well, you know what? We've only got a couple minutes left in this segment, so I'm going to wait till the next segment so we can bring up another topic out of Hollywood. Do you think Hollywood is learning anything from all this, Kristen?
3: No, uh, from oh, wellness sorry. or from Harvey Weinstein <laughs> or
0: from everybody, from people making fun of them constantly because no. they're such idiots. I've been doing that I for don't know, decades. We
3: make fun of Washington D.C. the same way, so which we should, not.
0: by the way, we should make fun of Washington D.C. even more than Hollywood.
3: Yeah, and some I feel of the like things they, they get say into, now. I think they get into a
0: kerfuffle more than Hollywood does. Um, yeah, you're probably oh god I yes. I think, I think
8: Washington is just a big old stage. It's just a big old theater.
0: It just yeah, it you is. know, just it doesn't is. have
8: it doesn't have audiences in seats, it's just on TV. You it's think like
3: political theater as I keep saying, I'm like, All it is
8: is political theater. It really is.
0: I am going to call Gwyneth Paltrow later today and leave a message on her answering machine that just goes like this. Lick me. What do you think? Yeah. She would she love get that. What do, what do you mean? It's from the movie The Exorcist. She talked about exorcism. That's from the movie The Exorcist. Maybe
8: she wouldn't put that together. Why
0: not? Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it
1: was verbal be like, Just what a weird guy. She <laughs> doesn't come across yeah. as a person <laughs> putting things together very well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Your mother does exorcism. something in hell, but I there's, can't say it on the show.
2: There's a priest in Minnesota that's one of the only people in the yep. U.S. that does exorcisms.
1: Yeah, yeah he travels the Where's, world. Wow. wow! Really? So, where's what
0: he live? It's
2: only one left. He used to be a teacher lit? at St. Thomas. He was Dan's teacher.
0: What? Wow. Huh. Yeah. yeah. What did he teach? Reli- Philosophy. Reli- religion? Philosophy? Religion?
2: Philosophy? Theology? Philosophy. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Spanish. <laughs>
0: Drive the demons out. That's yeah, all we're he, travels, he
2: travels all over the world doing exorcisms. And Dan <coughs> had a Wiccan in his class. And I guess the teacher like went off on her. Uh, of course. He was like, I know you think you're being interesting, but like you don't even know what you're dealing <laughs> well, with here. He's, right. he's like, I've literally seen the devil, and you don't need to be like playing around I'm with I'm not her. signing oh, up my for God. that
1: class. Yeah. There's no way in hell that I'm going <laughs> to Dan, Dan no. was in his
2: class. He oh. said it was great. He said he was a great guy. But, yeah, exorcisms. Mm. Good time.
8: Rise up, demons! <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, know. don't.
6: Or don't rise up, <laughs>
0: don't demons.
8: Stay, stay, no. stay in Washington, stay, where you belong. Stay. Oh, my
6: oh, God. Stay
0: really. steady, demons. How about that? Yeah.
6: What is that funky smell? No, not about
0: it. Like, what is that funky <laughs> smell? All oh, that racket upstairs. Is the girl crazy? <laughs> One of the greatest Richard Pryor bits of all time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we shall take a break and be right back. We've got Kristen Burke going nose-to-nose with Harvey Weinstein. This ought to be interesting. We'll be right back with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry It all works out in the end. How mm-hmm. about the fact that Greta Thunberg is now in an argument with Meatloaf? <laughs> <laughs>
10: Sean. Did, did you hear I he's, love
1: it.
6: he's going vegan but he refuses to change his name? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Tofu loaf?
0: Yeah. Tofu loaf. <laughs> Tofu loaf. Yeah. Tofu loaf. I like tof loaf.
2: Beyond meatloaf. Yeah. He's going Beyond. vegan? Why I don't know. If it so was why vegan. is if, oh, it's like a dream. I'll
1: it say, if he be... changed his name, he could probably get a hell of an endorsement deal from, like, yeah, Impossible beyond Ball. Like, oh, absolutely. Should, or yeah. They should totally
2: Yeah, on
6: Meatloaf.
8: Totally.
0: Yep. Oh, oh, beyond absolutely. Meatloaf's a great name.
8: Yeah. That's what I just said three times.
0: No, I'm saying it's a Hold great on. name. We're agreeing <laughs> with you. <laughs> yeah, we're agreeing oh. with you, you big baby. I thought
8: everybody was, yeah, taking, everybody's I thought Tom to was taking credit as usual.
0: Yes, Yes, I once said, "Tom, you're a jackass." No, wait a minute—that was Catherine that said that, not me.
8: That's—you went too far.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. It's Jude's
8: birthday. Happy it is Judy's birthday, birthday. Jude! He's six years old. Do you believe it?
0: Judy is already six. The oldest yeah. man
8: for all the. All the podcast listeners that have, you know, remember him as a puppy coming into the studio and farting up a
5: storm.
6: I have a puppy. Yeah,
5: Yeah, we got him right around the same time as the podcast started, so. he's, He's been around since the beginning.
6: We got yeah, a puppy. Every time. every time.
8: Oh. No? Oh, yeah, no, that's I'm, right. I saw him. It's super cute.
6: Yeah, he's five months old. He's uh, He's got PTSD about going outside, so it's been tricky yeah. potty training because he was hit by a car like four months oh, or a month ago. Oh. And what happened oh, was the people my. who owned him, they just brought him to the vet and left him there. So then the shelter, Aww. yeah, because they didn't want to flip the bill. So they, the shelter took him in and then a rescue took him in. So he's like paranoid going outside. So it's been tricky trying to potty train him. Oh, yeah. But
8: um, Lots of positive reinforcement and treats. Yes. Treats That's the how way I got to Bella a dog's to, heart. Yeah,
2: that's how I got Bella to potty train was lots of treats. But then she was so freaking smart that she would just like. Pretend to go outside, <laughs> go out, and come back oh, in yeah. for a treat like, like 30 it. times a day. Yeah.
7: Oh, no. Yeah.
2: She, she'd go out and pop a squat and not do anything. Yeah. Just <laughs> like a treat.
8: That's what I'm doing. Now treat me. Now
2: treat me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, she goes to the, either she has a bladder infection or she's a genius. <laughs> <No. laughs> she's a complete scam artist,
0: is
8: yeah. what she was. 100%.
2: Uh,
0: Alex, yes, I want you to know father. that, that uh, you and your, your cohorts were very, very successful in driving. Uh, Dean Foods out of business, the number one milk producer. My Dean cohorts. Foods. Uh, and now, of course, your cohorts, and you have driven Borden out of business. What? I don't know Elsie what the is. cow? Remember, remember Elsie the cow? Borden Milk? Nope. That one of the top ten advertising icons of the 20th century belongs to a company that filed for bankruptcy on Monday. Borden Dairy Company is following in the footsteps of number one milk producer Dean Foods, which filed bankruptcy in November. CNN reports the company cited the burden of its debt load and pension obligations in its filing. But also pointed to the fact that, uh, well, larger industry issues like a 6% decrease in the amount of milk America has consumed since 2015. Only I'm six? surprised it's only a 6%. Yeah. Yeah, that
7: that
2: it seems
0: low. Is uh, is Kristen back with us? Yep, I am. Kristen,
8: how do you feel about dairy?
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't drink milk. I never really have. Um, and I, you know, if I'm doing cereal, it's almond milk. I'm just trying to think. Like I, but I eat cheese and ice cream. And butter's but, delicious. I mean, milk is just not a part of my daily diet.
0: <laughs> Mine either. It never has been, by the way. Milk no, has never been a big part of my life.
8: Uh, was when I was a kid. That's yeah. all anybody drank.
0: Yeah, most people is probably true. Yeah. So somebody, uh, I do want to, I do want to talk about Harvey Weinstein. But before we do that, somebody told me that. Apparently, Greta Thunberg tried to tell a joke and people got really offended. But I'm looking for it, but I can't find the joke. Does anybody?
1: She's that angry little girl, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's a screaming She's a
8: she's screaming girl. She's autistic and she. Oh, is she? Yes, no,
1: I feel bad. She's autistic. <laughs> Way Actually, to no, go! I take it back. I don't. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to treat you her special.
2: <laughs> she got <doesn't> to <laughs> be angry. No.
0: I got by with the you people. Did you hear that? Was wonderful. I snuck it in.
1: Yeah, I heard it, but I was going to Tuesday. We're going to let it slide.
0: <laughs> it's only Tuesday. Yeah, I can't. Kevin's Tuesday, story. To you, yeah. Does I anybody know what angry. the joke was? Well, <laughs> I that's true. That's very, very true. <laughs> I don't know. Does anybody have any idea what the joke was that she told no. that people were offended by? Because it was up here, but now it's gone. So I don't know. Uh... I
8: have been blissfully unaware of these things. Oh, huh, Greta.
0: She's only. She just turned 17, though. You know, she's no longer 16. She's now uh, 17 years old. I
8: just. Those parents should be...
0: I couldn't agree more. Jailed. All right, well, as we're talking about Harvey Weinstein, which is... Why is it, by the way, that, that your brother Harvey has a different last name than you? Kristen.
7: No. <laughs> oh, <geez.
0: laughs> she just starts laughing. You're used to me now after all these years. I, you're finally used to what the things that I say. Is that say. your brother well, my,
3: Troy, I'm so to get, like, all worked out. Like, he's not my brother. Uh, no, he's not. Um, I was like... With- talk so much about my brother people even know that too but uh, I you know I've been watching this because you know yesterday was the start of his New York trial in injury selection right now and at the same time Los Angeles decided to file charges on the same day so he was in a lot of Ooh. the headlines um, he also just had back surgery so he's walking around with a walker uh-huh. um, I feel oh, like he's trying God. to broke it a little bit probably I'm sure the back injury hurts but at the same time um, I feel like Bill Cosby did the same thing I'm blind yes.
0: now. Yeah, I can't see a thing. I remember honestly, and I'm not kidding you. It was just a few months before he was popped. Catherine and Alex and I met Bill Cosby backstage and spent some time with him. Took a picture with him. All the rest of it. It's like years before. And I'll never forget. And
2: we the, didn't even get roofie. The we day before roofie, he no, was arrested,
1: on his way to trial. Yeah, years
2: and years.
0: Well, back. I I was feeling a little woozy after we left, but I don't know why. But you know, No <laughs> experimental drugs. He did
8: have his lazy eye on you. But you would have to understand wouldn't
0: been the
2: one to drug in that
0: situation. Too. I understand it was a joke. That's why I said <laughs> it. Didn't it. work. Though. Anyway, <laughs> moving. Oh, the joke <laughs> just didn't work. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dad. That's but the why the joke I'm trying to fell tell flat. Cosby yeah. just drugs yeah. the entire flat. audience at once. Yeah. Just to just really gases yeah. cover his yeah. bases. Yeah. Yeah. Increase the odds. Well, I will tell you, Bill Cosby was one of my heroes my entire life. I I, I only got to meet him that one time. I loved Bill Cosby, right? So we take the picture, Catherine, Alex, and I take a picture with Bill Cosby, and as we're about to leave, he, he turns to Catherine and says, Well, now you have something to put on your Christmas cards. Did he? Don't you remember he I said like
11: that he to didn't you? I
2: did that. Yeah.
0: Oh, he definitely said that. A pudding I, I, in I, I this know, is there too? the
2: first time I've ever heard of this, and I was there. So
0: you were there. He said, "Now you have something to put on your Christmas card." No, no. how did, did you guys admit that? You didn't
2: make. You didn't make the card, Bill. Sorry.
0: No, you didn't make the card. You did make it to prison, though, and you're never getting out. So you know, there you go. All right. So the hashtag #MeToo movement was born of sexual misconduct and assault allegations against Harvey Weinstein from dozens of women. Now, Kristen, before I continue with this story, or just turn it over to you to talk about this, I cannot believe the names of these women that this prick has gone after. It's amazing. Have Is it you all seen of it? them?? Is Kristen gone again?
3: I uh, No, I'm here. It's, it's hard to hear, when oh. everyone talks, to, it gets really fuzzy.
0: All right, so shut up, everybody. Anyway, uh, I just want to get your take on that whole deal, Uh, this this Harvey Weinstein thing, uh, the list of women that that he forced himself on, whether you know grabbing them or actually raping them, or I cannot believe every big star in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, it really every,
3: and you think about sort of the golden years with the Weinstein Company. Um, and the successes that they had. He pretty much, every single female that sort of passed through one of his films was in some way um, terrorized by Harvey Weinstein, whether it was sexual harassment, verbal harassment, um, sexual assault. It really is a huge list and, and a very recognizable
9: list.
0: Oh, I, I could... They, they they printed the list in the... Uh on the, on the uh, website, and I couldn't believe it. The, the, I mean, everybody from Angelina Jolie to, I mean, it's it, the only one I when didn't see on the list Paltrow was Meryl Streep.
3: You know, Rose yeah, Gowan, I mean, Paltrow. you can go on and on and on. Annabella Shiora, I mean, they are, it's horrific because he thought he could do it to anyone because he believed in his power. And guess what? He did have that power for a very long time.
7: Yeah,
0: sounds like it. I don't know i i just i do love the fact and i did ask someone this morning i can't remember who it was i think it might have been uh mordahl but i said when we when we go to uh, key west in a month i want you to do me a favor when i walk out on uh on the you know the set of the the uh, morning show when i walk out to the table i want to have a walker and then i want you to hold my left arm like i need to be stabilized because, you know, if he's going to play for it, I'm going to do this. Did you see how bent over he was when he went into ended court?
3: Yes. And, you know, what's no. interesting is that a lot of people who have used walkers are literally like, that is like the dime store version of a walker. I know that there's are <laughs> <laughs> You went to Walgreens? You went yeah, to Walgreens they're literally to like, it, it, you know, it has little tennis balls on the end, and they're like, yeah, that's the one you get. I mean, like, the super, super cheap one, not the, you know, medical insurance approved one, and I'm sure he has medical insurance.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I, the whole thing is just so disgusting to me. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Well, it is, and the fact that it went on so long, and, and guess what? We're dealing with it again with Jeffrey Epstein, and we'll never get the whole story because they killed him, or he committed suicide, whatever you want to believe, but... Um, there's so many high-powered people involved in
0: that story. Uh, it's disgusting, too. Yeah. I, I, first of all, maybe the guys, Andy, uh, you know, Tevin. Uh, I, do you understand why guys feel that they can force themselves? What is that about forcing yourself on a woman that these guys enjoy so much? Power. It's just a power thing.
1: Yeah. It's got because it's not like. It can't be a pleasant experience, like, hearing somebody, like, scream no or, like, start crying. Like, that has no... That's, like, well, that's a turn-on for you? Like, that's such a bizarre and foreign concept. so weird. Like, you have something mentally wrong with you.
0: Yeah, there's no question about that. I I, I just... I don't know, man. Uh, The whole thing looking at this guy now here here's what i understand so you're phenomenally wealthy you're extremely powerful you're very famous but that's not enough power you also have to force yourself on right. women and, and like because no. the that's name so weird and
1: the list of names that like you're saying like they're all like prominent like very popular names and oh, it's yeah. like when you're harvey Weinstein or anybody when you hear about with professional athletes and stuff it's like naturally you're in a position of power where you shouldn't have to be like putting yourself in that position where you're forcing yourself on somebody like all the yeah. people that would love to be in a relationship with you or something like that like and you still choose to go and force yourself on people it's on except. yeah
8: well we go to war over people that are hungry for power so yeah it's this true. is
0: no you're absolutely right about that so i don't know do you think do you think that era is now pretty much over Kristen? because because everybody's under the microscope now. Do you think that men will now behave in Hollywood for at least no. a while?
3: No, no. I mean, there's, really? there's plenty of. No, I don't honestly, because uh, there's a generation that's that's accustomed to it. And I've I've heard older older men um, who have worked in the industry a long time saying no one can take a joke anymore. And I'm like, it never was a joke to begin with on certain things when it comes to sexual harassment. Um, yeah. And, and, and so you still have that. And then, of course, there's going to be people that pass it on to their kids, and there's, or there's going to be people that just are so consumed by the power. Um, even if you're under a microscope, it's still going to happen. It's just that I think a lot of women feel empowered to speak up. I think a lot of men feel empowered to speak up for women and help them out. And I think that is helping the situation a lot.
0: Yeah, I just, uh, what amazes me about all of that is, so not one of these women has a father or a brother or a cousin that would go visit Mr. Weinstein and say, hey, guess who's not going to have any teeth when I leave?
3: I don't think a lot of people you know, told don't... anyone. It's so embarrassing. And embarrassing. Oh,
0: yeah, it's yeah, painful. I suppose. Yeah, that makes I mean, It shouldn't be. It was not your fault. You shouldn't be ashamed of anything or feel uncomfortable other than the fact that he did it to you. And going after no,
3: this but I think bastard. the more we talk about it, the more, I mean, the more, and I know people are like, I just don't want to talk about this topic anymore, but the more we expose it, honestly, the less shame you feel. Um, yeah. And I, I know that empowers some people to, to put other people on blast on social media, and I don't think that's the, you know, strategy. But if you do have the ability to go to your HR department or your union mm-hmm. or whatever those steps are to, you know, nip this in the bud, that's important. And then, if it doesn't happen, put it put them on blast on social media.
0: <laughs> and, and I think- oh, okay. Well, we, we can do that absolutely. You can if, no one, if
3: no one else is listened to you and no one else is taking the proper steps in in your HR department or whatever. Then I put them on blast because that's fair.
8: I agree.
0: Yeah, it makes total sense. One of the what that was a great hour. I'm, I'm you, a lot a lot of great input from you on that one because you're so close to all this stuff, whether it be the Golden Globes or Harvey Weinstein or you know go down the list. So, great take. Have a magnificent week, and we'll talk to you next week.
3: Sounds good. Thank you.
0: Thank you, my dear. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, will be back with hour two with the family. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, with the family. Is Dr. Judith ready to go? Yes. Excellent. Dr. Judith Orloff, thriving as an empath, 365 days of self-care for sensitive people. Doctor, you've got a hell of a job ahead of you because everybody's sensitive now. Don't you think? Hello? Can she not hear me? Hello, doctor. How are you?
9: Hi, uh, the, she, I, the volume is very low.
0: <sighs> mm. All right, Andy, is there anything you can do about that to make sure that she can uh, yeah. she can hear me?
9: You can, it's a little oh, bit right. better. Do you want to try me on my
0: Andy, what do you want to do?
6: Yeah, he's making a quick adjustment.
0: Okay, he's just going to make a quick adjustment. Dr. Judith Orloff, I, I will read the descriptor, and by that time, we'll be ready to go.
9: Okay, it's
8: very and um, unclear. Hmm. Sounds okay, like we need a different to,
0: line. We're going to have to get a different yeah. line then. Well. Uh, all right. Thanks.
5: Anyone want to tell what's going on?
6: Um, we can uh, mm-hmm. try and give her a call on her cell phone to see if it's a better
9: connection. Okay, 310 oh, well, well, oh, 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 you're oh, on the air. Oh, you're oh, on the air, Judith.
6: I do have your cell number. We'll give you a call on that.
0: There you go. That'll work. All right. Just let me know when we're ready to go. Um, Andy, is this a problem we're going to have in the future a lot? I don't see why, but, I mean, some people's that's phones just don't work very night. well. hmm Well, that's true. That is true. What do you want? So, yeah, let me know what the situation <laughs> what is. Dr. Ju- Dr. Judith Orloff offers 365 days of self-care meditations, reflections, and journaling suggestions as daily inoculations against stress and overwhelm. But the problem and I'm, I really want to talk to her about this because some people bring it upon themselves.:
2: No, she's I, talking I about, about she's talking about highly sensitive people, like people that and empaths are people that p- feel other people's emotions.
7: Mm-hmm. So
2: she's talking that. about Ooh. and like people that are sensitive to light and sound, not sensitive to like, "Oh, I'm, you said what you said offended me, not, not oh, that type okay, of sensitive.
0: Yeah. So yeah, like just light, light.
6: I've, I'm an empath. I absorb everybody's energy and their emotions, and, and I tell you, but living in today's world where everyone is angry all the time, it makes you a bitter person if you're an empath.
2: I, I'm an empath, I think, and I'm, I'm
6: it's hard. the least you're bitter. You're highly
2: emotional. I'm, yes. Yeah, I'm highly sensitive and an empath. You can be both. Like if Dave is yes. stressed
6: out about work. I get stressed and I don't even know why I'm stressed.
2: Oh, yeah. And then it's because I... <laughs> and it's hard to it's hard to react to other people's emotions with, like, this sounds weird, but with empathy. Because it's like, if Dan's, yeah, like, stressed out about something, then I'm, like, super stressed out about it. Where I should be, you know, like, oh, what's wrong? How can I help? Mm-hmm. What do you need? It seems like you need some time to yourself or something like that. But instead, I get in, like, a big frenzy. <laughs> yeah, I
9: totally get it. <laughs> yeah. Totally get it.
0: Dr. Orloff should how be back on. Dr. Judith Orloff, how are you?
9: I'm fine. How are you doing?
0: Is that better now?
9: Good. The, the, the connection's phone line is good? So
0: the, the, the phone line's a lot better?
9: Um, Not really.
2: Oh, dear. Really
0: hey. Uh, can you hear, I want you want you guys to talk to her and see if she can hear you.
2: Can you, do, do we sound good? Uh,
9: it's very staticky and breaking up. Hmm, I wonder what's going
0: on. Well, we're going to have to reschedule it because she can't do an interview if it's all staticky and breaking up. Oh, no, so, I, can, so I, can could... do it. I can do it. I can oh, do
9: it. Oh, you me. can do it. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you understand my problems. Thank you very much. <laughs> Great to be here.
9: Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs>
0: Dr. Judith Orloff, thriving as an empath, 365 days of self-care for sensitive people. Today, with increasing speed pressures and hyperconnectivity, society can stress out even the steeliest among us, but for really sensitive, empathic people, at least 20% of people, one out of five people, it's more challenging, and too often the result is exhaustion, burnout, or even illness. We were just talking while we were redialing you, doctor, that uh, a lot of people now, and, and my daughter Alex, who's with us, our daughter Alex is with us, and she was talking about, you know, sensitivity to light and sensitivity to sound. What, where are the borders for, um, for being an empath? Because it's not really about uh, you hurt my feelings. It's, you're just sensitive to pretty much everything, right? Uh,
9: well, empaths are sensitive to light, sound, smell, energy, touch, environment. Um, They need a lot of alone time. They love nature. They're extremely creative and intuitive and deep and loving. Um, But they tend to be emotional sponges and absorb other people's emotions into their own bodies. I mean, if somebody's angry or somebody's sad, you might start feeling that way. And so I wrote Thriving as an Empath so that people can have one-page daily self-care techniques So they stop absorbing other people's stress and are able to center themselves more. And also empaths tend to be very giving, and they tend to overgive and exhaust themselves. So there are also techniques on how not to do that, how to give in healthy ways rather than becoming a martyr, which is what many empaths do and then walk around exhausted all the time.
0: Yeah, I, you know, what's interesting about that is I don't really consider myself to be an empath. Do you think I'm an empath, Catherine? I think no. you are in
2: some ways, yes. He's a, Emotionally, <laughs> I think you are. I think he's a highly sensitive person, but not an empath.
0: Not an empath? I don't think so. But, um, I, and the reason I even bring that up, Dr. Orloff, is the fact that some people, I think, try to try to convince themselves that they're empaths, and they really aren't. They just like to feel like a victim. Do you think that's part of And I'm not talking about real sometimes, empaths feeling you victimized. Know, you know, sometimes. Yeah.
9: But if you want to find out if you're an empath, you can take this very simple 20-question self-assessment test that I have in the beginning of the book where you just answer 20 questions, and you can self-diagnose yourself as an empath. So, you know, it's very important, you know, to take that quiz, and I give all my patients that quiz. and So it's, it's not rocket science to define yourself as an empath. There's certain qualities. Okay. That we all share I'm a psychiatrist in Los Angeles and I'm also an empath and it's it's just full of many many gifts I don't want to make it sound like being an empath is a victim as you just said it's an empowered empath is somebody who's empathic and loving and centering but can have clear boundaries with people so they're not doormats you see so empaths need to learn certain self-care skills Mm -hmm. Um, and then they can flourish i mean i personally believe empathy is the trait that will save the world i do Mm -hmm. i think that's the missing element even if you don't like someone to try and understand and feel where they're coming from so you can at least reach some kind of compromise and so empathy allows us to do that empathy means the opening of the heart and with. Being an empath, empaths have open hearts, but they're often afraid to keep them open because of so much uh, stimulation coming in so fast, and they go on sensory right. overload. So that's the problem. And these self-care techniques in thriving as an empath will help combat that, which is so useful. Um,
8: I can't help thinking that while you're talking that it sounds like motherhood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, exactly
9: <laughs> it, it is that's beautiful it is it's, And you know there's a chapter in the book on empathic children and raising empathic children and being empathic parents because as a parent you need to learn how to set clear boundaries and model healthy boundaries and empaths. that's one of the main self-care skills that they, they learn because when you have healthy boundaries your children learn to do that and they're just not running wild all over the place, um, you know not knowing what's a healthy boundary, so as parents, if you could embody that that's really a powerful gift to give to your children
0: I think that's wonderful i is it a problem for empaths now because when I just sit and watch uh, television or read the newspapers or listen to the radio or any of these things um, there's a pervasiveness of lying to the people now to get them to watch your TV show or listen to your radio station. <laughs> what about all that lying that goes on? Do empaths have a really tough time with that?
9: They do because empaths are very intuitive. And, and we can right. sense when somebody's you know lying or when someone's not telling the full truth or a half-truth. You can feel it. It just feels off. It just I feels bet. off. and. It's, and, and you know it, something doesn't feel good inside yourself. And all the empaths out there who are listening, you have to trust that. You, know, you have to trust, at least be cautious. If you get, you know, your gut's telling you something's not right, um, you at least go slow with the person. You know, because your body is very intelligent and there's the enteric nervous system and the gut which means you have neurotransmitters in the gut just like the brain which transmit messages mm-hmm. and empaths are very in touch with their gut so but the problem is they sometimes discount count their gut feelings and they go ahead with something oh. even if it doesn't feel right and that's the kiss of death
7: mm-hmm.
0: that is pretty much for everybody though isn't it? and i understand why empaths would have a bigger problem but but yeah i um Boy, there's so many questions I'd like to ask you about this, Doctor, but I don't want to get all political about it, but I, I, just, I just want to use an example how, how an empath would handle this. Okay. Uh, of course, the, situa- the situation with Iran where uh, Khomeini, <laughs> well, he top. was killed. <laughs> no, I, the, only, the only reason I bring it up is because we're just talking about the news media lying a lot, and right. there was a, a, one of the major networks reported up to 30 Americans had been killed and now we find out today that was not true that zero Americans or Iraqis were killed why why are they allowed to do that to the people of America unless you know people have been killed why would you report it and why are they allowed to just lie to people to try to get them to view for, for even longer does that really well, affect empathy I think a our lot? society is in the
9: midst of a total reevaluation and yeah, you know the yep. the opposite of empaths and this is an important theme I talk about in the book, too, is the narcissist. Right. And the narcissist has empathy-deficient disorder, which means, the full-blown narcissist, which means they don't have the empathy or the conscience to, you know, do the right thing, basically. So lying is nothing to them. You know, they don't have oh, that's that amazing. same, this doesn't feel good. You know, I'm not being a good person here by lying. You know, they don't have mm-hmm. that inside, and so they just do anything. So it, it's an important lesson on narcissism, what's going on in our world today, and the, the dangers and the lethality of narcissism, and the reason to develop your empathy even more, because in the Bible there's a there's a quote, the meek will inherit the earth, and the meek mm-hmm. is, I don't like the word meek, but it's translated as sensitive, you know, the sensitive mm-hmm. will inherit the earth. And that means that people with hearts, with empathy, who care, who have consciences, you know, can rule the Earth, They can share the stewardship of the Earth because of their hearts. And that, as a psychiatrist, to me, is the most important point, you know, if if we want to evolve as a species and personally, is to develop our empathy and hearts. And the reason I wrote Thriving as an Empath was to help the sensitive over the, the humps that they might experience, you know, over the, you know, absorbing other people's energy, being demolished by the news and not knowing what to do about it because being overstimulated not knowing how to set boundaries so each day from january 1st to december 31st offers you very easy read and self-care strategies and inspirations to get through that day to overcome some of the hazards of being an empath and as an empath i read my book all the time because i follow what what i preach and it's very, very, very helpful. That's all I can say. It's like a, a guide. It lifts you up if you're going down. You know, it, it helps you maintain your faith if you're, you're losing it. And that's a very important resource, I think.
0: One of, the, one of my favorite things about, about the world, Dr. Uh, Orloff, if I could just take one second. Are, were you a Monty Python fan at all?
9: Um, no. I mean, I, I, I missed that phase.
0: Okay, but the only reason I bring it up, because they were a very, very funny troop of guys from England, and one of their scenes in one of their movies was uh, a sermon going on, which they ran down the, you know, the eight Beatitudes. They ran all these things down, and the man stands up and says, the, the meek shall inherit the earth... And they go to one of the guys in the crowd, and he goes, "Oh, he's making it up as he goes along." <laughs> was, that was very, very funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the well, I'm a big fan
9: of the meek. I'm a big fan of the downsides yes. and the, the outlaws and the people who are different. That you know, and the people who don't fit in the mold. You know, the people who you know have been called you know, um, outsiders. That's what, you know, empaths usually have been called, and I I certainly was as a child and growing up, and I am a big fan and proponent of all these people, and I encourage you all to embrace your sensitivities and deal with the harder stuff. Deal with the challenges and learn these self-care techniques so that you could be empowered and live fully in your power. The problem with empaths is when they're not in their power, they tend to go in their houses with their animals and never want to come out. They feel overwhelmed and exhausted all the time and you don't have to feel that way. You know, I that's what I'm telling everyone and I also have a Facebook support group with 15,000 empaths on it. And it's it's a way to dialogue with kin- kindred souls and know that you're not alone. So, empaths often feel alone and strange and they've been called names and shamed as children, especially boys. You know, we're called sissies or crybabies, or you know, don't want to do video games, so they're not part of the crowd. You know, all that. Right. Just know there are so many people out there like you. You know, in terms of an empath family and people you can relate to, you're not alone. And you know, I hope the book can bring people together so that they can really develop their gifts and know what a precious gift your empathy and your sensitivities are.
0: I think it's wonderful. And Dr. Orloff, I will say this, uh, you practice what you preach. I really admire that. An example of that is at the very beginning of this interview, you couldn't hear us very well. We uh, recalled you and couldn't hear us any better. But instead of going, ah, you know, this is not working for me. It's too much of a pain. You went, no, 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 I can do this. I can I can handle my end of it. I can't hear you all well. but I... So uh, gi- giving a great example of not being impatient or if there's nothing, it, like no one could control that line not being that good. But you handled it very well. I love people who offer great examples, not just advice.
9: Oh, thank you for noticing that. Um, yes, I, I pretty much flow, flow with things whenever I can. I don't fight reality, so... <laughs> you know. In well, that's good.
0: <laughs> Dr. Yeah, Judith Orloff, well, the book is good. Cool. i that.
9: That's very nice. Oh, I appreciate
0: it. I think it's wonderful that you did it. We need more prime examples about how you should act. We need a lot more of that. No yes. doubt. is an empath, 365 days of self care for sensitive people. Please come back and talk more about this. We can get a, a I cleaner would line. I'd love to. I love
9: your show.
0: It's a great interview. Thank awesome. you, doctor.
9: You're
0: welcome. Or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK.
5: Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
0: Tom Bernard here, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website about a customer near where I grew up, North Minneapolis.
4: They were specifically looking for a community bank. That's right, Tommy. Prestige Products. They had been with another community bank, but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank, the owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long-term plans. So he met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner, they hit it off, and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business.
0: Why not bank with MyBanker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Who doesn't love this song?
8: Oh, I love it. It's the weirdest song. When they it were writing weird. this.
0: Yes, well, it's true.
8: Well, I'm sure drugs were involved. Yeah. The benefit of I, Mr. Kite's pretty, pretty,
6: sure. pretty
0: weird. This too. was.
8: <laughs> yeah. I'm yes. guessing there were a
2: couple of acid trips involved with mm-hmm. this.
7: Although Paul
2: McCartney yeah. said, I hope that our fans don't do drugs and they meditate instead.
8: <laughs> that was probably after his drug phase. Oh, it definitely <laughs> was,
2: but I think it's interesting that he is telling people to meditate instead of doing drugs, and he did all the drugs. Well,
0: I think it's wonderful also that you tell people to meditate. Now that you're worth a billion dollars, it's really easy to meditate. It's easy <laughs> so for anybody to
2: meditate if you just set up a practice. <clears throat> I meditate every day. I
0: thought... I thought that Dr. Judy Orloff Judith Orloff was really, really good. I love the prime example. Instead of just coming on talking a good game, she actually lives it and I really admire that.
8: I had a lot of I've things. I always thought I Andy to... was an empath.
7: What?
0: Yeah.
8: I always thought, yep.
7: Because well Andy, you're definitely yeah, you're... an empath. Yeah.
8: What? I, I really do. And but the thing is is that he doesn't it's not here <laughs> <laughs> Well no, that's not true. <laughs> that's um, not I true. think what <laughs> happens, I think males don't. Really value being empathetic,
7: mm-hmm. yeah.
8: or th- you know that's not. I, I I would love like to talk to her longer because I was going to ask her about that. It seems like that I would guess that mostly females believe that they're empaths, mm-hmm. the and case. if a guy has those qualities, he's probably burying them because it's not manly. <laughs>
6: yeah, yeah. They become more reclusive and
8: and introverts. Yeah,
6: because yep. I I. Yep. I notice when, like, my empath tendencies have are on high alert, I have a tendency to, like, be more of, like, that, not helicopter mom, but, like, I need to fix the problem. I need to take care of it. I need, you know, and, and it kind of tries to get me to refocus. Like, when I, like, if I'm stressed out, I clean or do things of that nature. And, I and it, like, hardcore cleaning. It's not like, oh, I'll just wipe the counter down. But, I, you know, I, that's how I deal with it. Like, and try and reinsert, and it kind of centers me back to where I need to be. Everybody's
2: got their things that they go on to, like, autopilot.
7: Yes. You know?
6: It's like an autopilot thing. And, you know, like, if, if something, if I'm stressed out about something or if something happens, like, my, my goal is to fix the problem. That is, like, I hyper focus on that. And men are probably different in that sense. I, you know, and that's probably like a maternal thing as well. For yeah. me so i had to
2: be in a special class in elementary school because i couldn't <laughs> handle people doing things yep friendship friendship class. class i had to be in a class called friendship what? class yeah
0: what is that
2: where because i would get like i'd be in i think it was first grade i think so
0: yeah yeah
2: um like kids would be playing with legos and then a boy would steal a lego from a girl and i shut myself in a locker crying
7: Oh. You no, couldn't handle Because I
2: was just like, why would he do that to her? Like, that's not nice. I don't know why anyone would do that to somebody else. Like, it's always, I've always been very sensitive to other people's behavior and stuff. And like, Dad, how you were asking her, you know, what would an empath do about like the news and blah, 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 blah. That's why I just mm-hmm. don't pay attention to it. And whenever you talk I don't about blame it, you. whenever you yep. talk about it, I just shut down because I can't, I can't. I Mm -hmm. to me it's like ignorance is bliss seriously because I just cannot handle it. Yeah. Because like all this stuff with Australian stuff and all these pictures of these Mm -hmm. animals and all this I just like can't I am like I can't be on social media for a little while because it's just too hard for me and it's too hard for me like so many news stories you'll be like you didn't know about that and I'm like because I can't I can't hear all of it or else it will get too hard for me because like in college when i was having all those like day-long panic attacks and stuff like that and then i Mm
7: -hmm.
2: i read a book called the survival guide of the highly sensitive person and in that in the Mm -hmm. beginning of that book i like you take a quiz and it tells you like on the scale of how sensitive you are and i'm very sensitive and then in that book it talks about you know things that you can do to help yourself and that's when i started meditating and that's been like an unbelievable incredible yeah, helpful thing for me because I was diagnosed with like an anxiety disorder, and I was given Prozac, which I never took because I was like, I'm just not comfortable with it. And so then I found this book, and then I've never had to take a medication for it. And I don't consider myself an anxious person at all anymore.
7: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's been well, it's now yeah. Like I remember eight when you years or whatever. Yeah, I
8: remember when you read that book. You were like, this completely life changing for you.
2: Yeah, because to me it was like. It seriously It completely changed my life because to me, for when I was in college and having all these things, I was like, what's wrong with me? Why am I like this? Why do I have to be so sensitive? Why can't I just be normal? And then I read this book and it talked about how being a highly sensitive person is difficult sometimes, but you just have to know your triggers, you know, like, are you hungry? Are you tired? Is it, are you in a really bright room? Is somebody being too loud? Like you have to know what triggers you and then also know that being a highly sensitive person means you're more empathetic. Like you care more than most people. You love harder than most people. Like there's so many good qualities that come along with it. And so that like, it just put a light on something that I didn't even realize about myself. And I was like, Oh, like, because I'm this way, that means that I care about people more than most people. And like, that's a really good thing and all that stuff. So yeah, it's, it's very interesting. And yeah, that book completely. Yeah. And her book sounds a lot it, like that book.
8: Yeah. It just, it's, it would be interesting, though. I mean, if most guys, like you said, that dad isn't, I, I think he's very sensitive. No, I think he's a highly sensitive
2: he, person for sure. He's absolutely a highly sensitive person, but I don't know about empath.
8: But like I said, that's not macho. And dad, like, you
0: know, is. But wait a minute! I, I, have a, I have a question for you. <laughs> if I'm not empathetic to people, why have I given so much money back to coworkers? No, so I'm not saying
2: that you're not empathetic. You're a very okay. empathetic well, person,
0: all right. All right. and very generous, and
2: very generous. Absolutely, but I just because an empath is somebody that feels other people's emotions, and I don't know oh, that.
6: Okay, you do
2: that. Maybe you do, and I don't know. But like I. But you're you're one hundred percent a highly sensitive person okay, for Tom, sure. have
6: you have you ever walked in a room and just felt this anger funk hanging over and then come to find out maybe five minutes prior to you walking in that room, there was a huge fight between two people?
0: No, I, I wouldn't even notice that kind of thing. so okay. That's that true. would yeah. that
6: would be what an impact. They
2: yeah, or like you just start talking to somebody and you just start feeling kind of like nervous and like weird, and you're just like, I just don't feel good just yeah. talking to like, uh, somebody at a grocery store or something like that because mm-hmm. it's like they might be having a really hard day and then you're getting that from them and so you start feeling weird.
6: I can't go to the grocery store at like 5 p.m. in the evening. Oh, yeah. It's
2: horrible because yeah.
6: it's like the most stressful part of the yeah. day and I I like right through. before a Vikings game.
2: I've made that
7: mistake oh. before.
6: And when you're an empath, you can feel everybody's stress levels, and then yeah. you're stressed out, and you just want to, like, by the time you get out to your car, you're ready to just, like, kill somebody. You're just like,
7: Argh.
8: Yeah. I and remember it's interesting- a friend of mine had the same problem. She was, her, her husband was, like, being, I don't know. They were going through some marital problems, and everything mm-hmm. was... Getting really hard. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It was not me. Mar- marital
0: problems. What are
7: those? <laughs> I did
8: not that is. I know. Never heard so of this.
0: Every
7: day. <laughs> Never heard and, of marital and problems. And she she time. was
8: actually going to a shrink, and her shrink told her that what she should do is cross her arms over her body,
4: mm-hmm. and basically
8: give herself a physical barrier against mm-hmm. the negative energy that was in the house all the time. Mm-hmm. So she could so she could cope with it. Yeah because she thought she was going to, she said, I'm pretty sure I'm going to just have an emotional nervous breakdown. I'm just going to be
2: in the hospital because I I can't stand it. Well, it's interesting, too, because it's like I think about everybody has sensitivities to certain things. Like at Sage's ECFE class, we were talking about sensitivities and like knowing the sensitivities that your children have, you know, like what sets them off. Like being in a really noisy area can trigger fawn into like a kind of a head spin or tailspin, and sage is really sensitive to light and so i was talking about this and nobody else in the class thought that their kids had any sensitivities to anything and i was like everyone has sensitivities to something and no the more the earlier you know that the better off you'll be because then you know because and it's not like oh I, sage is sensitive to light we have to keep him away from bright lights it's like that's not it it's we just know that Oh, we're in this bright room and he's acting really weird. It's because it's bright and he's not feeling okay right now. And that's Mm -hmm. just something you need to acknowledge, you know, rather than like, oh, he's just throwing a fit and being weird. It's like, oh, it's because he's overstimulated at this moment.
8: And he has to sleep in a closet. He
2: does have to sleep in a very dark. (laughs) He has to sleep in pitch black because he's so he sensitive does. to light and like he goes outside and sneezes every single time because <laughs> no. he's so sensitive to light and no. Sandy so was Andy was like that as a baby the sun was too sunny
8: mm-hmm. the world was too noisy yep yep, yep.
5: I remember I certain times going down to Florida and it being so bright that I had to like just like look <laughs> down covering yeah. my Eyes with my hands. Yeah. And no one else was bothered by the light. But, like, to me, it was, like, it was so bright that you couldn't even see. But, and I never really figured out why that was.
2: It's just because you have a light sensitivity. And the older I get, the more sensitive I get to light. Like, being a kid, I never remember being super sensitive to light. But now I get very sensitive to light especially at night mm-hmm. like when all the lights in the house are on i'm like it's so bright and weird in here and this is we need to turn some lights off like if dan's not home i be- i have like one light in the house on
6: <laughs> candles going yeah we just need
2: to chill out it's salt lamps and then <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, would people like you empaths would you be so you are deeply affected by the news and Hollywood and Absolutely. politicians lying.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very frustrating because you know they're lying, and you can sense that. Yeah, lying. even right. through the TV, I can, I can tell, mm-hmm. I can tell a person's personality and everything by just
2: looking at a picture on Facebook. Like I can sense. Oh yeah, there are sometimes where like I have one Facebook friend that she has a husband and every time she posts a picture of her husband i'm like he is a weird guy i do not like that guy never met him never spoken to him in my life and but like his picture i'm just like i don't like him yeah so like
6: when i watch that's why i avoid the news because it makes me so frustrated and then i start absorbing that frustration that everybody's feeling about the news and the politicians and the lying and it's like it's hmm. almost too much for me to take on because i feel like i'm putting the weight of the world on my shoulder yeah it's That's like what i it get yeah. like. i
2: get like depressed and anxious and yes. because of it because i like i don't get and everybody deals yeah. with it different like some people get angry some people get frustrated some people get whatever and i just get i like i, I can't think about things certain things too much or else i just go into this like kind of Frantic situation thinking about how well, heavy everything is and how tough stuff can be, and it's like that's not good for anybody.
8: Well, but a good life lesson for everybody, not only empathetic people, would be that you can only worry about what you can control. Mm-hmm. If there's stuff that you can't control, oh, yeah, then this you can't control it, so you might as well just
2: let it go.
0: Yeah, but I have a huge problem with that
2: because once again, I think that's a male. Thing. Yeah, the whole control to, thing. and yes. I think, Dad, your biggest part of it is growing up you had no control over anything because your own dad right. was so out of control. Like, your whole mm-hmm. life was so out of control growing up, and now you're just like, I need control. I need to be able to have everything, like, taken care of and because you grew up with none of that.
0: Well, if people would do what they say they're going to do, it would really help, but no one well, ever you does. You
2: can't well, control
8: yeah, people I know. getting their stuff done. someone just
0: do what they're supposed to do, that'd be great.
8: Well, see, but that's what, if you just let that go, Yeah, you'll be a happier human being. Yeah.
0: I don't know uh, about that, but... Uh... <laughs> you are
8: wrong as usual. No, I'm not saying that. Okay. All right.
0: Look, there was a statement that was going to be sent out by the radio station a couple of days ago, and I saw the statement. I said, you probably better change that because it makes it look like the chairwoman of the company doesn't know where we are. I said, what are you talking about? I said, the dateline on your news release says Minneapolis, Indiana.
7: Oh,
8: oh Kind of a major <clears throat> mistake. Yeah. yeah
0: so if people see great. that, they you go, know, God, Mary Burner doesn't even know where Minneapolis is. That mm. would have looked really bad. Minneapolis, yeah, Indiana. Check your work. <laughs> Check your work. That's all I'm saying. Check your work.
8: Google mm-hmm. Minneapolis, Indiana, <laughs> and see if there is such a place. Yeah, and see, what see if it exists.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just not a good. Plan. I know people think. We'll you, take, oh, sorry. <clears throat> what people? So think many
2: what? times you tell people Minneapolis, and they think you say Indianapolis.
7: I'm I like, know they do. No,
2: just because of the Indy
8: 500.
7: I'm, mm.
2: I have actually seen
8: envelopes addressed to Mindianapolis. Mindianapolis. Mind- Mind- <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Mindianapolis.
2: Mind- the very actually, famous city.
0: <laughs> my buddy Joe Hager, Smoking Joe back in the day, worked him at 1500 KSTP, got a letter from a friend of his back in uh, Camden, New Jersey. And the letter, he got the letter too, which is amazing. And it's because <laughs> the zip code was right. It's the only reason he got it, but it was Joe Hager. Blah 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 address Twin Cities Missouri.
2: <laughs> Twin Cities, Missouri. Yeah.
0: Yes. Twin Cities, Missouri. Both of those are correct.
2: Well what even what where would they send a letter to Twin Cities, Minnesota?
0: <laughs> like I don't if you even know. did Twin There's Cities,
2: a lot of Minnesota. In there. Yeah, like what yeah. where would where would that end up? Anyway. <laughs> And you wonder
8: why they had to do zip codes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Why did they this have to what? do zip codes? Twin cities, Twin Missouri. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with Kostaki Economopolis next with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. It was a cold December morning when the Minnesota Twins. No, no, that'd a golf, no <laughs> that'd that would be the December? Vikings. <laughs> It'd be something. And it's not December. But other than that, what was that guy's name again? Don, what was his name? Oh, the, the, uh, Don the old NFL film. Oh. Nope. I actually was going to replace him on NFL films, but then they said I had to come to Philadelphia every week to record it. And I said, forget it. <laughs> wow! I'll never forget that. I'm, yeah, they wanted me to fly to Philadelphia. NFL Films is be, or it used to be based in Philadelphia. I don't know. If oh, it still horrible is. for you! But yeah, so <laughs> basically, it will we'll be on the air eight hours a day, and then fly to Philadelphia
11: every Friday night. Work harder. No, oh, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I've been to that place. That's a beautiful location. That's what I
0: hear. I hear it's absolutely
11: they gorgeous. They got a great campus. and, and yeah, if it was. If it was a different era and you could do it out of your basement studio or whatever, you would have been the voice of NFL Films. Yeah,
0: that is true. That it was true, <laughs> I would, I, and I would have loved being the voice of the NFL of NFL uh, NFL Films because I I never missed that show. Was it uh, Steve? Was it Steve Sabo? Yeah. So well, yeah, uh, Sable, well yeah. the
6: original guy was John Thomas, <laughs> Ralph Augustine, James. uh <laughs> He's got too many damn names. Who? It was John Thomas Ralph Augustine James Facenda or Facenda. Oh, John
0: Facenda. That's exactly who it was. John Facenda.
11: What's with all the extra names? Was
0: he trying to outname
6: me? I I Googled him. (laughs) That's his whole name. John Thomas Ralph Augustine James
8: Facenda.
7: Imagine that on
8: a jersey. (laughs)
7: Trying
11: to honor a lot of grandparents and uncles in that name. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) Kostaki.
8: I gotta tell you something cute. You know, you, you sent your Christmas card here? Yeah. Thank you oh, very God. much. Very cute card. So <laughs> Fawny, who's three and a half, sees the card and she says, Who are these people? So we told her who you guys were. And she says, I I would like to take this card home with me and hang it up by my
2: bed. <laughs>
0: She took your yep. card and took, hanging by your bed. She took that's
2: your Christmas, Christmas card.
11: Yep. That's a great follow-up oh. to who are these people.
2: Yeah. She's like, I love them, and I want them near me I'm, while yeah. I sleep.
11: I'm going to take am well, like Okay. <laughs> yep. So
8: you're a smash hit with the toddler
0: set.
11: Yeah. yeah. I, that's Three great. Toddler set. I, uh, I'm sure all the credit is due to the little ones. That's so funny. Ones. Yeah. She
0: Uncle Kostaki yeah. that's all I know. She Uncle yeah. Kostaki. Yeah, she
8: looked at it, and she just got, like, the star-struck kind of look yeah. on her face. She's like, I need this in oh, my God. life. It's <laughs> so <laughs> funny. <clears throat> she's, she's, a, she's a it's weird kid. has got kit. texture, right?
7: There's some layers <laughs> to that
11: card. You can, you know. It's got family. You're outside. It's got some Christmas lights.
2: Well, this is also coming from a kid that, when asked yesterday if she had a good day at school, she said no, and I said, why? And she Said it's because I pooped my pants.
11: Which, well, that's perfectly She
2: did not poop her pants. Oh.
5: <laughs> she just it responds to every question <laughs> with some form of poop
0: or with farts poop. or something. Yeah. <laughs> poop and farts are big for her. Yeah.
8: Didn't she tell your friend Michael that he's got poop colored hair and poop colored lips or something? Poop
2: colored eyes. 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 <laughs> he has brown hair and brown eyes. Yep. So <laughs> she's a classic.
8: She's a uh... special
0: girl. Last act all the way, ladies and gentlemen.
7: Yeah. Now,
8: let's
11: not that's undermine the original compliment that she wants my family to her bed. Yeah,
0: so. yeah that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, let's not undermine <laughs> yeah. that. No, you're absolutely right. Some
2: of her decisions are good.
0: <laughs> well, not in a judgment of character, but other than that. No. <clears throat> okay, <laughs> Moving forward. So, Uncle Kostaki, <laughs> do you have some quick steps for us this week? I do.
11: Congrats to the Vikings. How about that? <laughs> Woo. Oh, my. Oh, I couldn't believe weird. it. Couldn't believe wa- it. I didn't Saints. watch
2: it, but, you know.
11: The Saints have had some tough losses. You might even say a bounty of them. That's It's a, it's a lot. Oh, losses. baby. <laughs> I like it. I It was great. I was rooting for the Vikes. I, I thought it was awesome. Uh, now you guys go to San Francisco. Hey, if the Falcons can go there and win, certainly the Vikings can. Yeah, right? that's can true. Uh, the Saints have asked the NFL to cancel the playoffs going forward and just end the season on the standings after Week 17. I, that would work yes. way better for them. <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've had a tough run in the playoffs. Uh Minnesota didn't miss any field goals or extra points in a playoff game. There's your Minneapolis miracle. That's that's nice. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's true. Yeah,
11: sure. Vikings were in head to toe purple. What are they? 1995 Steve Harvey in a comedy club? <laughs> like, what is that?
0: Look? No, they were actually funny. Thank you very purple much.
11: Purple pants, purple hat, purple <coughs> shoes, purple shirt. They had everything.
2: Really yep. dedicated to the color.
10: <laughs> the Vikings
11: won. I hope they made enough money. Uh to make their helmet shiny like the rest of the league. How can you have one matte finish out of thirty two? Not... <laughs> That's not Minnesota uniform. baby. B- bugs me. Bugs Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Did You
0: pay didn't you pay your bills?
11: <laughs> I have a window that won't close and there's a car driving by.
0: <laughs> there's police car driving by I with have... your name on it.
11: <laughs> We have one window that the crank just broke We have these old-fashioned windows with the little crank. We live in this really cool mm-hmm. place, but it's it's got some old building trappings. I love uh, it. I forget what you call these. What do you call Case windows? Is that right? Anybody know? Yes. Absolutely. The ones that's that
8: you crank out? Yeah, casement windows. Casement, not double hung.
11: the word. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Uh, You're welcome. The Vikings have a player named Andrew <laughs> Pendejo. Yep. That yes, is awful they do. close to Pendejo, right?
0: Yes, it's really close. This,
11: this kid grew up in San Antonio. How did he survive middle school? He, this is the Spanish... <laughs> <dip> <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, that's
11: right. I, I, that must have been a tough <laughs> tough, tough run in a, in a Texas town. Uh, but we're bearing the lead here. The Patriots are done. They're, they're gone. They're out of the playoffs. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Disneyland. Uh, so I gotta James ask Kong, you. I gotta Lynch ask you. Dead. I really think that the dynasty is over. The current incarnation of the dynasty is gone yep. forever. It's yep. over. Really? It is. Why? It's over. Because aged out. Tom Brady was um. not good enough to get deep into the playoffs this year, and it was some of that was on him. And he ain't going to get better mm-hmm. next year. And he might not even play on that team next year. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound way, like it. Gone.
0: Sounds like he's going somewhere else. Yep.
11: I, I'm I'm thrilled. That game was fun to watch. Finally, some video of an opposing team that Belichick won't want to watch. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. He's
11: gonna hate watching this game again. Oh, I was praying during the game in my best Ricky Bobby voice. Please, baby Jesus, help them Titans beat those some bitches.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Bobby.
11: <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Oh. <laughs> oh God, you're a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get enough Ricky Bobby references like you used to. Yep. Uh, no, that's true. <laughs> Bring that's them back.
2: True. Do more of that.
11: <laughs> but Tom Brady throwing a pick six in Foxborough to end their playoff hopes oh, and the dynasty forever—oh, that's fantasy football. It was so scrumpy yeah. to behold. <laughs> <laughs> I love you Have to it. change
0: your underwear or anything? God, sound like you were <laughs> peeing your pants.
11: Uh, I had to get out of my underwear and celebrate. All right. That's
0: God, thank you. Thanks so much for that. I really Uh, appreciate it. Carson
11: Wentz knocked out with a concussion. Poor Wentz. He misses more playoff games than the Browns, this guy. Oh! Like a a one-man Cleveland. He's never there in January. He gets hurt a lot. Enter Josh McCown. Even Jason Witten was like, McCown's still in the league? How old is that guy? Yeah, he's been, around, he's been around a long time. What, Joe Biden wasn't available? Who's the third stringer, Bernie Sanders? This guy's old. <laughs> <He's... God. laughs> McCown's old. The good news for him, the kickoff was at 440, so he could still have dinner before the game. That's nice.
0: Ooh, I love it.
11: It's wonderful. <laughs> this, this is McCown's 17th season. The Eagles are his, his 11th team in the NFL. Are we sure he's not a narc just, like, traveling around looking for <laughs> –
0: Oh. Steroids or something. Oh, I like it.
11: The Bills are up sixteen, nothing, and lost. Oh, Chernobyl God. is now oh. suing the Bills because melting down is their thing. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I dusted off this old ditty. Uh, the Bills look great early and bad late, like Lindsay Lohan at an open bar. Uh, the, uh, and the and the pairing you got to do the pairing. The Texans look terrible early and great late, like Cher on a show day.
0: See, because
11: she was she was killed. <laughs> Cher. And he like he, <laughs> he just mumbles his way out <laughs> of <it>. <laughs> <laughs> Bills mafia travels well. About a third of the Houston stadium was uh, Bills fans. Gee, I wonder how they could lure Bills fans out of Buffalo in January. Seems. So nice, <laughs> lovely yeah.
7: weather they're having.
11: Their quarterback, Josh Allen, made some questionable decisions. He made more bad decisions than Louis C.K. I guess, I think he invented Ooh. the thirty-eight step drop in this game. Well, there were some. There were a couple of really bad plays. Uh, breaking news: Jason Garrett fired. Sorry, that's neither breaking or news. That's the longest yeah, that's firing well. in the history of firing.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it uh, took like a week to fire the guy.
11: I know. Every day. It's like, Jason Garrett's gone, we think, but not. we're not sure. We probably will let you know if it happens. All right. You're good at this kind of stuff, Tom. I have a, uh, a super fun fact followed by a very short quiz. You ready?
0: Okay. I'm ready.
11: Seven of the eight final teams this year are different from the eight final teams last year. First of all, that's astounding, right?
0: That is wild. It absolutely is. Jeez. There's 18 that's left. There's eight teams. Team that left that's amazing. Only one team at this point last
11: year. Seven of them are different. What? Weird. Right? Yeah. What mm-hmm. is the one common team that made the final eight these past two years?
0: Not Seattle. Is it Seattle? No. No, it's not Seattle because they 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 were not good last year. Where they it was not the Vikings. It was not uh, San Francisco.
11: Right. God. Green not Bay, the Patriots. It's not the Cowboys. It's is, not it, the is it the Green Bay Packers? uh No, Packers weren't in the final eight last year. God, who was? Who wasn't? It? it was the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: Oh my God! There you go.
11: Listen to this That's list. a team last that's coming up, final eight. Chiefs, Colts, Chargers, Patriots, Cowboys, Rams, Saints, Eagles. Only one of those man. made it this year. This year, Titans, Texas, Ravens, Vikings, Seahawks, Packers, Niners, Chiefs. It's crazy.
0: It is indeed.
11: That's a a fun fact. Hope springs eternal for all of us who have been rooting for crummy teams. (laughs) (laughs) You never never know. Uh, Speaking of crummy teams, let's close on a Browns joke. It's almost tradition. Uh, The Browns did not have one winning season this decade. Just let that sink in. In in 10 years, they didn't have a single winning season. Flip Bones had a better decade than the Browns. <laughs> the Polar Ice Caps had a better decade. Grab Ass had a better 10 years. Yep, sure did. I bet, yeah.
2: Than most yeah. things, really.
11: <laughs> Blockbuster Video had a better decade than the Browns did. Oh, there's, <laughs> oh, one, poor left, baby. <laughs> there's one left. More
0: Blockbuster.
8: There's
11: one left.
0: There is. There's one left, somebody, but I don't know where it is.
11: I, that I, for some reason, I have that fact in my head, too. Why do they keep one open? Is it some...
0: Is I think it some it's in Oregon, if pass? I remember. Is there Just one for that's
11: fun. still profitable
2: Nostalgia. Somehow?
0: I don't know. I, I don't get it. Low rent. They, they
11: still have a board that makes decisions about the one store?
0: <laughs> <laughs> one. Say, listen, do you think we should still be renting videos? No? Okay, well. We're going to do it mind. anyway. Never mind.
11: My wife and I, many years before we met, used to go to the same blockbuster video store in L.A. What? Yeah. We met in New oh.
7: York
11: several years later. How cute. We used to go to the same blockbuster video store at about the same time frame. It's crazy, right?
8: Only difference is you were in the porno section and she was doing <laughs> rom-coms.
11: <laughs> what? <are you> gonna...
2: <laughs> Maybe it was in rom com.
11: You don't know nothing about me.
2: Maybe she was in the... porno, Mom. <laughs> Could
0: be. Could they be. They don't even have pornos at Blockbuster. No, they do, they do not. No.
2: They don't
8: they didn't have <clears> a didn't back room? So. I thought know, uh, in, in New Yeah, sure. No, not no. Blockbuster. No.
11: Video stores do the do The other ones. The, oh, the other, other ones. more independent ones sometimes had a back room with the with with those crazy like the remember Wendy's used to have those little things you would walk through that hang down, you know, like a curtain, but they're just beads?
2: Yeah.
7: Right. <laughs> Right.
2: I went to one in New York City once, and I bought two like normal movies, and I threw them in the garbage because I was like they're tainted with disgusting sperm hands. Sperm hands. Sperm yeah. hands. Great, yeah. mom. Great, mom. Thanks so yeah. much for that. That's, That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Okay, so it came to my mind. Sperm, sperm hands. hands. <laughs> of course it did. Why wouldn't it?
0: How'd you become Ooh, a woman?
7: anyway? A... Well, let's not disparage
0: these sexual yes. activities. Dear God. Kostaki, I, I just I got a text message for you. You ready?
11: <laughs> Are you ready? Te- you got a text message for me? Yeah. yeah. Oh. You ready? Is this from the three year old who is, is complimenting No, you no, <laughs>
0: no. Not, <laughs> it has nothing to do with poopy colored hair. It's nothing to do with. I've got that. Let, you do? Let let Kostaki know that Melly and I are looking forward to when he comes to Louisville, Kentucky.
11: Oh, nice. So apparently, I know that guy. So I'll s- see. He, he's great. He always wears a Viking jersey so I can spot him and make fun of him.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. I'm very happy for all of you. That's a wonderful bit of news right there. <sighs>
11: you got fans all over the place, Tom.
0: No, it's you, Uncle Kostaki With the with the Christmas card up on the three-and-a-half-year-old's <laughs> wall.
8: It was just so funny. <laughs>
0: she was so excited to have your picture. It was like, oh, my God. You don't know him, do you? <laughs>
11: <laughs> She's throwing off my uh, the average age of my demo by, by <laughs> dramatic <mark. laughs> Hey, Everybody's
8: needing a younger audience, so. That's right.
0: Exactly. <laughs> how are we doing that demo, birth to six? Yeah, Yeah, great. uh, You're you're huge.
11: This is the best news I've ever heard for my demo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, what the hell?
11: Well, go Vikings. I think they got a real shot. I think the Vikings are one of those teams that uh, they got good defense, they got a good running game, you get the good cousins, right? You get a couple things fall your way, they could win the whole thing. You never know. (laughs)
0: I did hear one of the local sports stations uh, guy say, well, let's be honest. Kirk Cousins is one of the best quarterbacks in all of football.
7: Hmm. I'm
0: like, oh, my God. He went from the absolute worst to the absolute best in one game. Yeah, okay. down a
11: little bit. Yeah, right. Yeah, dial it back. I there wonder you.
8: if you were the only person that was angry that they won the game. It's day, nice. <laughs> He's like... Goddamn Vikings, they they win when they're not supposed to and lose when they're supposed well, to Well, exactly. Yep. It's frustrating.
7: <laughs> That's
0: right. Well, you, you have to remember one thing about that game. It looked like three times that New Orleans had salted the game away with a fumble recovery for a touchdown and a this for a touchdown. And, that. and it kept getting called back, and it should have been called back because Dalvin Cook's uh, his knee was down, there's no doubt, so it should have been called back. But I thought, right. I knew they were going to lose this game, damn it. Wait a minute, they didn't lose the game because his knee was down. Uh, I I just am so used to being a Viking fan who, well, you're a Falcons fan. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Same deal
11: right there. Yeah, you're almost annoyed that you have to stay emotionally invested for one more week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's exactly what she's talking about. You got me another week, you bastards. (laughs) That's going to do it. We'll talk to you on Monday with the family.